As a long-time foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Well, hello again, and welcome back to the Straight A Nursing Podcast. I'm Nurse Mo, and I've got a really fun episode for you today. It's a bonus episode about my first two weeks of nursing school. Now, before we dive into that, I want to take a moment for our listener shout out. And this one goes to Megan, who says, I just bought Crucial Concepts Boot Camp, and wow, just want to say this is seriously jam-packed with so much good information. If you haven't gotten it yet, do it. I start an accelerated 18-month program in July, and I'm working on finishing my last two prereqs. I feel like I'm drifting away from my science classes and definitely need a refresher and a jump start for when nursing school starts. And this is it. Nurse Mo, you're the best, and I'm so excited for this course, especially the dosage calc module because I am stressing that already. Thank you for putting so much into this for us. Megan, thank you so much for taking the time to submit your excitement about Crucial Concepts Bootcamp. And for those of you wondering about Bootcamp, if you're listening to this episode in real time, it is on sale right now for just a few more days. So make sure you check out the link in the episode notes to learn all about Bootcamp. So in this episode, I am pulling back the curtain on the first two weeks of nursing school and what that was like for me. I admit, I am that weirdo that keeps their planners forever because for me, they're kind of like journals. I can go back and see what was going on in my life. What was I experiencing? It just gives me a great sense of perspective. And I'm really glad I saved my nursing school planners because so much was going on. And when you're in it, it can be easy to just get kind of lost and caught up in everything. So just looking back on it, it gives me some perspective. And I'm basically saying, wow, I did that. Look what I did. So kind of amazing. So let's talk about what I was doing and going through those first two weeks of school. So even before school started, I had things on my planner that I was working on. And I highly recommend that students spend some time before classes start to do some prep work, get things organized. I actually have a five-day challenge where we go through a lot of the kinds of things that if you set them up before school starts can really help you be more organized and efficient during school. So it's a five-day, don't get overwhelmed, get organized challenge. And it's actually a free bonus if you enroll in boot camp right now while it's on sale. So there you go. There's another reason to get boot camp. So before school started, I was doing things like getting my school supplies together. I don't know about you. I love shopping for school supplies and office supplies. I just love it. I was reviewing anatomy and physiology because that is the foundation for your nursing school education. I did a deep clean of my house. I made some meals to put in the freezer. I set up my binders. I believe I got my final hepatitis B vaccine. I took the cat to the vet. I basically got all my ducks in a row. And then my school did us a favor 
which I appreciated, is they gave us some online modules that we could start ahead of time. Now, they weren't due, obviously, before the semester began. They were due, I want to say, like the end of the first or end of the second week. So they were due pretty early, and there were a lot of them. So they gave us the option to start those ahead of time. And I have to say, if your school gives you this option, take it. Because the difference between the the preppers and the non-preppers was super evident by like the first, second, or third week of school. Around that time is when people were massively stressing out and there were tears, lots of tears in the bathrooms and in the hallways and people breaking down. So I don't want that for any of you. That's why I made boot camp. And that's why I say if your school gives you some online modules to do ahead of time, you know, just do them. No stress. Don't make it your life's work, but pop in and get some of them done ahead of time. I was really glad for that. And then the week right before classes started, we had two days of orientation, which I guess were two partial days. Looking back, it seems like a lot. I have no idea what we talked about there. I remember sitting in an auditorium and one of the instructors telling us about the dress code and stressing that we shouldn't wear you know, like bright colored underpants with our white scrub bottoms. Like seriously, can't people figure that out? But whatever. We had we had orientation for two half days. I saw some friends that week and I took a full day off the Sunday before classes started. So you got to get that social time, that self-care, that relaxation time in while you can. So let's open up my planner and dive into the first two weeks of nursing school. So the way my calendar was set up, I had lists in one area and hour by hour in another area. So lists were all basically on the left side and the hour by hour was on the right side. And in that list area is where I kept a list of all the quizzes that I had to do that first week. And I had 11 quizzes that were due that first week. And then somewhere else on that page, I had jotted down a note that I had 24 quizzes due in the first two weeks along with two exams. So if that right there doesn't tell you a little bit about what nursing school is like from day one, then I don't know what to tell you. Like, you're going to be really shocked. So when you took your prereqs, when you took other classes, maybe you took sociology as a prereq, that first day of class might have just been going through the syllabus and then you got out early and maybe you got a reading assignment to do before you came back. Nursing school, and not like that. You're going to be game on from the very, very first day. So 11 quizzes in that first week. And then, you know, another list area had some general to-do items for various classes. I love making lists. It helps keep me organized. One of those to-do items was to practice dosage calculations math because I had a dosage calculations exam at the end of the second week. That was one of those exams. And then other items on that to-do list were to print out Cornell note templates. I love the Cornell method. And start a document for creating electronic flashcards for pharmacology. I definitely did that. And pick up some Scantrons. So we had some tests that had to be done pencil on paper, and they were Scantron forms. So I had to go pick up some Scantrons from the bookstore. And I wanted to review the autonomic nervous system because I felt like that was going to be really important for pharmacology. And guess what? It was. So I'm really glad I took the time to do that. I also took the time to write out an intention for the week, which I think is really important. So my intention 
And it was actually an intention for all of nursing school. And it was this, I'm going to get to bed by 11 p.m. every night. That was my intention. I mean, (laughs) everything else, right? I could have said, I'm going to make, you know, I'm going to pass all my classes or I'm going to eat healthy all through nursing school. Nope. I wrote down, I'm getting to bed by 11 p.m. every night. That was my non-negotiable. Everything I did with my planning and time management came down to, can I get to bed at 11 o'clock? And guess what? I did it throughout all of nursing school. I never once stayed up past 11 p.m. to study, finish an assignment, finish a project, cram for an exam, write a care plan, none of it. Always in bed, super, super proud of myself for being able to do that. I even created a before bed routine that looking back, like as soon as I get into my first or second week, you'll realize this was pie in the sky. This was my fantasy, but it set a mindset that I did need to take time for self-care. I did not do this before bed routine every night. I think I did it on Sunday nights. It actually became my Sunday night routine. So what it was, was I was going to stop studying by nine. I was going to do some kind of movement like yoga, stretching, bar class, something like that for 45 minutes or so. Then take a nice hot bubble bath and then read for pleasure for about half an hour before bed. (laughs) That sounds great, right? Well, I can tell you right now, I did not do it every night. I aimed to do it on Sundays, and it sounds great. I should start doing this now, actually, now that I think about it. But it set that intention, right? So looking at my day-to-day schedule for that very first week, it was a bit of a shock to the system, but it wasn't horrible. I think when I was in it, it felt a little bit horrible. And maybe I'm looking back through maybe some rose-colored glasses because I got through it. I do remember it getting more intense around that second and third week and then staying at that high level of intensity for the whole semester. So let's dive into week one. School started on a Monday and I had med surge lecture from eight to 11. So a three hour lecture on med surge. It was a once a week class. All of my classes for the most part met once a week. There were some times when we would have lab twice a week, but for the most part, one class would happen once a week. So eight to 11, I was in med surge. And then I actually went and taught a private yoga session for an hour and then worked on a project for clinical that afternoon, even though we didn't actually start with real clinicals until about the third week. We had clinical labs and all this clinical prep work that we had to do ahead of time in those first two weeks. So I needed to prepare for that. So that was Monday, 8 to 11. I was in med surge. I taught some yoga and then I worked on clinical prep in the afternoon. So that's not too bad, right? Um, I do... There is a little caveat. I always rewrite my notes. So that's part of my studying. It's a really great way to study, taking what the instructor said, your messy scribbles from lecture, and rewriting it into paragraphs that make sense is a really fantastic way to study. It does take time, but when students look at it as very active, engaged study time, then they understand that this is time well spent. So I was likely doing that that afternoon as well. On day two, which was Tuesday, I had clinical lab, so doing learning some skills and things for clinical from 8 to 12. And then I blocked off three hours to study for my math exam and review my notes from class, likely reviewing my notes from med surge the day before because that class is 
probably the toughest, the most important class in nursing school. I then somehow found the energy and the time to teach another private yoga session and actually did this all through nursing school. So huge props to me for managing to fit that in. And then I studied in the afternoon and evening for my assessment class coming up the next day. So a full day, but not terrible, right? Okay, doable. I hope you're feeling like this might be doable. I think I could do this. Day three was a Wednesday, and that started with my assessment class, which again, I did some prep work for the day before. So that was lecture and lab from 8 to 11, and then another clinical lab from noon to 4.30. So a full day, like that's a full day right there. And then I blocked off time to study from 6 to 10. So remember my bedtime routine, which was to stop studying at 9. Looks like I've already tossed it out the window. Um, But again, I still got to bed on time. Day four was a Thursday, and that started with early morning study group. So I met my study group at like 6.30 or 7 a.m., And I believe we were looking at some online quizzes. So my instructors gave us permission and approved us doing our some of our online quizzes for certain classes together as a group. They said, if you do them with other people, you'll see more, you know, questions from the test bank, you'll get more of an opportunity to study in that way. So we were doing that. I'll talk more about that in a bit. But that's what happened early that morning. And then from nine to noon was fundamentals. And then from one to four was communication and four to six was farm. So this was a very, very, very full day. And then I blocked off time to study from seven to 10. So Thursdays were definitely some of my busiest days. So looking at it now, I'm starting to get tired just looking at that day. And then day five was a Friday. I taught another private yoga session early that morning. And then I went for a run. I actually stayed pretty consistent with my exercise first semester for sure second semester it it might have kind of fallen by the wayside to be honest but first semester i was still able to go for a run so that was exciting at 1 p.m. i met with my study group again to go through quizzes and this is when i realized this is not working for me. So I've talked a lot about how big study groups are a huge waste of time. Study groups without a goal are really, really great at derailing you from getting everything done that you need to get done. And we were meeting as this big group to take quizzes so that we would see more of the quiz questions, which in theory sounds fantastic. There were probably 12 people in this group. I forget how many, but there were a lot of people and we were one at a time going through our quiz and then kind of discussing the questions that we were unsure of. And it took each person like 20 to 30 minutes to do their one quiz seriously. And I did the math on that. And I'm like, I'm not st- I'm not hanging out here for four to six hours to do one quiz because I just needed to do one quiz, right? So that was when I put that kibosh on the big study group, started instead meeting with one, maybe two other people for some very focused study group sessions. I went home, I did my quiz in like 20 minutes, moved on with my day. So if you wanna hear me talk about study groups, then I want you to go and check out Episode 74, and I believe it's called Study Groups Are Usually a Waste of Time. So over that weekend, I studied, caught up on my notes, and I even went to a birthday party for my nephew. And looking back, I'm really actually a little bit impressed with myself for doing that. And then I think I went and watched the Super Bowl the next day. I did write a note, take your books 
But hey, I went and I socialized. So there we have it. So that was week one. It was busy, but it wasn't terrible. But it was still a bit of a shock to the system. Some of those days were 10, 12 hour days, right? Week two it started to get a bit bumpy. And then moving on from that, it just felt like I was running a sprint most days of the week. So tell me if we have this in common. You're way more comfortable with new experiences if you know a bit about what to expect in advance. So if you're like me, you check out restaurant menus online before you even think about arriving in person. Maybe you read the Amazon reviews for even the most mundane and everyday purchases. At this point, I think I'm an expert on just about every type of pen one could ever possibly use. And then maybe you make Pinterest boards for even the most everyday excursions, even the ones in your own town. If you're saying yes, I knew it. I totally knew we were BFFs. So if you're heading into nursing school, I know you have a lot of questions because I did too. And that's why I created my nursing school prep course, Crucial Concepts Bootcamp. In this self-paced online program, I take you through how to talk, think, act, and learn like a nurse, plus so much more. You'll learn dosage calculations, organizational tips, how to take notes, how to tackle NCLEX-style exams, and even get a brief review of key A&P topics. Plus, there's a lot more where that came from. And the good news is, right now, Crucial Concepts Bootcamp is on sale. So head to the link in the episode notes, and I will see you there. So in my planner that I was using at the time, there was this space where I could just write whatever I wanted. And I used that for like a pep talk or some kind of keyword to set an intention for the week. So on week one, I said, breathe. (laughs) And then on week two, I wrote, you will get through it. So I love that idea of just writing little notes of encouragement. So it's a great way to remind yourself and tell yourself that you believe in you. Okay, so do that. (laughs) So the area where I tracked all my quizzes has the words crazy quiz schedule written above it. So that's where we are in week two, 13 quizzes in that week, which felt like a lot. And then some various miscellaneous to do's were things like reviewing a clinical packet for the hospital where I was assigned to do my clinicals. I wrote that I wanted to get a digital recorder. And if you're going to be using a digital recorder for your lectures, make sure your instructor has approved that. A lot of instructors don't allow it for privacy reasons. I needed it because I had to record a health interview with someone for one of my classes. So get a digital recorder. Another item on my to-do list was to reach out to the volunteer coordinator at the California Council for the Blind. My school would volunteer the students at an event every year to help escort individuals with visual impairments around this yearly convention. And it was a great way for students to learn what visual impairment is like and how that affects people. So it was great. Also, I'm going to have to be honest here to see all the dogs. So that was fabulous too. So I needed to reach out to that volunteer coordinator so that I could arrange my volunteer hours with her. I wanted to print out a pharmacology vocabulary list, print some case studies for my med surge class, 
complete some online modules, and get batteries, I'm assuming, for that digital recorder. So the schedule, like I said, it got a little bit more intense this week, so let's walk through it. On Monday, I started early at like 6.30 in the morning to do some math practice for my dosage calculations exam, and then I had med surge from 8 to noon. I taught a private yoga session until about 1 o'clock, and then I prepped for clinical from 1 to 7 p.m., and that was clinical lab. I still wasn't going to the hospital yet, prepping for clinical lab from 1 to 7 p.m., and then studying from 8 to 10 p.m., and looks like there were no bubble baths for me that day. On Tuesday, I only had to be at school from 8 to 12 for my clinical lab, and then after that, I studied from 1 to 8 p.m. I rewrote my notes, I made flashcards, and I did some online modules and some online quizzes. On Wednesday, I was in adult assessment lecture and lab from 8 to 11, and then from clinical lab from 12 to 4.30. So kind of a long day there. I got a little exercise in early that morning, so really proud of myself for doing that, and then studied again from 6 to 10 p.m. Thursdays, again, that long day. Same thing here. I planned a study session from 7 to 9 a.m., And then I went to fundamentals class from 9 to noon, communications class from 1 to 4, and then farm from 4 to 6. Yeah, Thursdays were really busy days for me. I then scheduled an hour to work on a health history assignment, and I reviewed dosage calculations from 7 to 10. So I hope what you're seeing from this is how I time-blocked things out, not just my lectures, but when I was going to study, when I was going to do specific practice, like for dosage calculations, when I was going to do my online modules. Time-blocking is absolutely key. And then on Friday, I taught a private yoga session early in the day and went for a run. I'm really impressed with myself again for being able to do that, by the way. I studied from 11.30 that morning to 7 p.m. that night and did quizzes, online modules, things like that. I also attended a CSNA meeting at 4.30 in the afternoon. And I'll be honest, I didn't go to a lot of these. I probably only went to a handful. They just didn't really fit into my schedule. And It's great. I know a lot of people really enjoy it. It just wasn't, it wasn't my jam. I don't like meetings anyway. So I went, we got pizza. That part was fun. And it was kind of social hour with my classmates. I went through my clinical information after that and reviewed for my medical abbreviations exam, which was coming up. Coming up when, you ask? Coming up on Saturday. We had school on Saturday. We had lab from 8 to 12. And we had two exams that day. We had medical abbreviations exam and dosage calculations exam. So the reason we had labs on that day was because my school does something called front loading. They front load the first few weeks because they need to get you solid with some basic nursing skills so that you can go to clinical and actually learn and do things. So we were front-loaded, and that's why we had class on that Saturday. And again, two exams that day, two high-stakes exams. Both of them required a very high um, score to pass. If it wasn't 100%, it was very close to it. You would get multiple attempts. I believe there were two or three attempts for each exam. But I don't know about you, I don't have time to keep studying for something and then go back and take it again. My strategy with 
all of these exams where I only had, you know, a few opportunities to get the really high score. My strategy was always one and done. Get it done on the first try. Dosage was like that. Medical abbreviations was like that. And my exit exams for ATI each semester were like that as well. I also took a few quizzes that day, worked on that health assignment that I had. And guess what? I watched a movie with my friend Sandy. So there we go. A little bit of social hour. I saw friends for brunch on Sunday and spent the rest of the day working on those case studies for my med surge class. So there you have it. My first two weeks of nursing school busy, but doable, right? I had a little bit of free time on the weekends. And though I did not follow my luxurious bedtime routine, I did get to bed by 11 p.m. every single night. Now, I know a lot of students might be listening to this thinking, where would I fit working into a schedule like this? When I look back, could I have worked? I mean, I did teach some private yoga, so I did work, I guess, a little bit. I don't see how it would have fit into my schedule. Probably the best option would have been to work on the weekends, and I know that's what a lot of students do. If that is your plan and how you're going to make school work with working, you absolutely have to have amazing time management skills and amazing organizational skills so that you can essentially get all of your schoolwork done during the week on those days. So get into the habit of using a planner, whether it's a paper planner, Google Calendar, whatever, Get into the habit of really getting pretty granular with how you use that planning system, blocking out your time, looking at it every day to see what you need to do, prioritizing, and working as efficiently as possible. So I want to give you a couple more episodes to go listen to if you want to dive into this kind of productivity time management topic a little deeper. Episode 52 is called Plan for Nursing School Success, and I talk a bit more about time blocking and managing your schedule. I also go into a lot more detail inside boot camp if that sounds like something you might be interested in. And then the other episode I want you to check out is where I share a productivity tool that I absolutely love. And that's one of these bonus episodes. And that is bonus episode 227. So go check out episode 227 for my favorite productivity tool to help you get more done in less time. So if you are starting nursing school soon, I want to invite you to Crucial Concepts Bootcamp. If you're listening to this episode in real time as it airs or close to it, it is on sale, but the sale does end soon. So scroll down to the episode notes and click on that link to Bootcamp. You'll go to a web page with all the info about Bootcamp and you'll see the promo code is right there for you. Enter that promo code at checkout. You'll get 20% off and some great free bonuses, including the Electrolytes Study Guide Packet. Now, again, that sale does end soon. So make sure that you head over to the episode notes right now and click that link. I've got one more bonus episode for you tomorrow, and I hope you've been enjoying these as much as I have. See you soon. This podcast is brought to you by Straight A Nursing. Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. 
Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now.